welcome to What's Appin' the industry innovation you need to know. I'm your host, Shabani Walia, a strategy and insights manager at Google working on apps. Today we have two special guests. That's right, we are doing our first ever two-for-one special. We're joined today by Ryan Olihan, Managing Director of Food, Beverage, and Restaurants at Google, and Katie Larson, Apps Account Executive focused on the FBR space at Google. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you, Shabani, for having, for having me. me. Thank you, okay. Shabani. Excited to be here. Awesome. So if you have tuned in before, you know that we always begin this podcast with what's your favorite app and why? So Ryan, let's start with you. Okay. So I have pretty much every restaurant app there that's out there. In fact, I have 12 of them, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to, uh, say a couple apps I think probably have never been said before. First, United Airlines. Love that app. Use it every week. And it's always just user-friendly and helpful. I love Bank of America. I love Google Maps. You know, all these apps that are probably not so cool, but they're very practical and, uh, and, and helpful for me. Anyone ever say Bank of America? I bet not. No one has said Bank of America, United, or Google Maps, but as a consumer first, I have all three and love them. So I completely agree. Katie, what about you? I think I might have one that no one said before either, but right now my favorite one is this app called Baby Tracker. I have two little dudes at home and one of them is an infant. And so my nanny's able to keep me updated on their day. I know what I'm coming coming home to every day and how um, they've been doing. So that's my favorite right now. I love it. And both of these um, answers, I would say, are definitely unique to both of you and speak to how important personalization is within the app space. Um, everyone has their own you know, favorite. So I am very excited to have both of you on here today because we haven't done an episode on the food, beverage, and restaurant space just yet. As someone who can't live without her Starbucks app, I have so many questions for both of you today. So let's start with you first, Katie. What app trends are you seeing in the food and drink space? And please tell me I'm not alone with my obsession. Ooh, you're not alone. I promise. Um, for me, real quick before I answer that, Chipotle has been a lifesaver for my family recently when we don't have time to go to the grocery store or make dinner, which is often. Um, we order from the Chipotle app and our orders are all saved. My payment is saved. It just makes it really easy on us. That's been a favorite of mine recently. Um, and it's interesting because I just read an article in um, about QSR, some research in the QSR space, um, and it said that six in 10 consumers downloaded a new restaurant app in the last three months. And what I'm seeing a lot in this space is these restaurant apps focusing on convenience because that's really what users are wanting right now. But the other trend that is coming up more recently is around exclusive deals. And I think that's uh, largely because of the way the economy is shifting right now. Consumers are becoming a lot more price sensitive. So when I think about restaurants moving into the second half of the year and something that's going to be important is thinking about these limited time offers, how they're going to help folks save money um, and how they can promote that to these users to get them into the app. I love it. Ryan, what are your thoughts? You know, I was actually just thinking when Katie was speaking how uh, before Food and Bev, I actually spent seven years overseeing our healthcare um, industry here at Google. And I think back like six years ago, where there was a stat I found fascinating. There was over 100,000 health-related apps 
but 37 of them made up of over half the downloads. And the reason is exactly, it's because, because they did everything that Katie was just saying. They did everything wrong back then. <laughs> and it wasn't, it, it wasn't about convenience and about consumer first, and, and they were clunky. Um, and even the healthcare space, they're figuring this out. But I, I think through some of Katie, your points, I think through like some of the restaurant apps I have on my phone, like Chipotle, I use it because the personalization is so amazing. And um, I use McDonald's because I love their deals. I have lots of kids and they really like Big Macs. I can get a buy <laughs> one, get one free. And so I always use that Big Mac. Um, or every time you go to Chick-fil-A, there are these massive lines. And so how, like, how do you solve for that? And like the, the um, you know, having an app that can save you time and, and make things more efficient. It's why like the restaurant space is especially is doing so well on these apps just in the last year, ever since COVID. Yeah. And, and on that last point, I think it's great to, I need to hammer home what Katie actually said. The restaurant space is growing. Um, you mentioned six in 10 consumers downloaded a new restaurant app in the last three months. And this is after we saw a really big boom in 2020 and 2021. So it speaks to the consumer demand is still there. Um, and so, Ryan, you were mentioning, you know, personalization and, and convenience. Um, and so I'm curious, how does a brand set themselves apart in the app space? So when we have other thought leaders on, we love to talk about innovation. What does innovation look like in the FBR space? And are there brands that are doing it well? Uh, sure. Actually, there's a lot of brands who are doing it really well. And virtually every brand is at the very least figured out doing it well means simply uh, making their app very user-friendly. So even without being innovative, they're getting back, at least catching up to the times. I would say there's others that are being wildly innovative. You take Taco Bell, for example. They're testing right now a thing called Taco Bell Defy, where you go to Taco, if you ever go to Taco Bell, there's always, just like Chick-fil-A, every time I go there, it always seems to be a big line at the drive-thru. And uh, so they're testing this out where they're going to actually have up to four drive-thru lanes. And you order your app, you, you order through your app, you go to pick it up in one of those drive-thru lanes, you can just scan a QR code, and they have a lift system that's actually going to just drop your order down. And there's a way to communicate with the staff if need be. Um, and so, so... If this works, you imagine Starbucks and Chick-fil-A and all these stores that are really challenged today. Actually, they have the problem that most other businesses would love to have. They're actually too busy and they can't keep up. So how do they maintain and grow their business? Um, and this is like such a, an amazing solution that's working. You know, I can't imagine it not working well for Taco Bell. And then I, I assume many other restaurants are going to follow suit. Yeah, as a consumer first, this is music to my ears because one of my pain points is waiting in those drive-through lines that <laughs> you mentioned. Um, so I love it. I'm excited to see how that unfolds. Um, Katie, what about you? Uh, what do you think about innovation in the FBR space? I like the example that Ryan shared. I think it's a very like a very obvious way that people are doing or that a brand is doing it. The Taco Bell Defy looks very cool. If you haven't seen it yet, I, I check it out online. Um, another way I've seen a brand do it in a less obvious way, but is impacting some of the convenience that we've been talking about today is Shake Shack. They're using these um, dynamic prep times 
in order to increase the accuracy of showing or telling when users should show up to get their order. And it's really improving um, user experience with the brand because to what you were just saying, Shabani, no one likes waiting in lines. Everybody's got somewhere to be. Um, if you can have a really accurate order time, it can really improve the user experience. So that's a brand that's doing it kind of on the back end where it's not as, I don't want to say in your face in a bad way, but in your face as this new restaurant concept. Um, it's a little bit more on the back end, but it's definitely improving user experience. And I think it's pretty innovative. Yeah, innovative and very efficient. So thinking actually about what Ryan, you were sharing, um, the apps in like the health space and whatnot. Um, what advice do you have for food and drink brands today to capture the growing demand of QSR apps? And I say that so that the um, top of the like, you know, most downloaded don't take over all of the share. What advice do you have for everybody um, to capture the demand? As a consumer, there are hundreds of apps for me to choose from. So how do I know which one to get? What can brands do today? Katie, we'll start with you. Oh, okay. Or Ryan, either, either works. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to jump in um, first and, and share where my head's at on this. I think one of the biggest things that I would advise restaurant brands to do today to set themselves apart is really figure out what makes your brand unique, right? We've been talking a lot today about convenience, but how can you utilize that idea of convenience to set yourself apart to make you the restaurant that the user wants to download next? I think the other part is thinking about, and this has kind of been a theme in our discussion today, is how is app usage impacting your broader business? It's not just about the install or the in-app order. It's the impact that that has on the on the broader business. So Ryan was talking about long drive-through times. How can you use the app to reduce that friction with the user and have shorter wait times? Um, anything where you can really figure out how the app is going to impact your broader business goals outside of just growing that user base is where I would encourage users to focus um, today and moving into the next couple of years. You know, I, to add on to that, I, I would throw out a challenge to the industry. I mean, we see there's like that there's this massive consumer demand. Everyone is looking for a, a good app. And, you know, with the six and 10 numbers and the, the numbers just go on and on. How It's just this massive demand. The other thing is, we have enough exposure and experience with apps to see that it's massively profitable for businesses. When you have an app, people use your app, we see lifetime values, we see the average order values, everything is better. And so, and, you know, in many cases, we have many cases where someone spends a dollar for an app and your returns might be $20, $30. And so I would throw that out there saying why, you, you know, there, I love the hashtag progress, not perfection. And I think sometimes we talk to, to people and they say, well, listen, yes, I understand this, but our app isn't good and it's going to require all this work. And, and I would say, just get in the game because we know this works or consumers are dying for it. it. It can be wildly profitable and help your business. So why wait? This is something that should be done this afternoon and not next month or certainly not next year. Yeah, I love the progress, not perfection and the importance of if you're not doing something right now, then consumers don't know about your app. And so then you're not even having a, a stake in the game. Um, so I love that. 
we could probably talk for hours. There are so many cool things that are going on um, in the food and beverage space uh, with apps, but we are going to wrap today. Thank you both so much for joining. I think everyone who is tuning in learned a lot from both the consumer perspective, also about like app innovation, um, Taco Bell. It sounds super exciting. And there's a lot of cool things um, happening. And Katie, to your point earlier, it doesn't have to be that complex. Um, there are, you know, just understanding your customer, improving your user experience goes such a long way for the customer um, journey. Thank you both. And with that, um, for everyone listening in, do not forget to tune in in two weeks to hear what app innovation we will be talking about next. Have a great week.